0: Hello, Kevin. Awesome. You guys are nerds. Damn right.
1: Oh, Kevin, you're so witty. I would stab someone in the face.
0: Oh, that's gross. I'm
1: cutting this, by the way. Bad Philosophy. Episode 113. Recorded on February 3rd, 2012.
2: Who the back's headroom? Welcome, everyone, to Bad Philosophy.
1: Uh, I, I think that's a that's a good enough beginning. Um, episode one hundred thirteen. Uh, we are back <laughs> <I'm> talking. <laughs> uh, you know, Simon, can you do the hello every welcome?
2: Do you really want me to do that? Yeah,
1: I w- Can you can you do the intro? Can you like pretend to be me in the intro? <laughs> uh,
2: come
0: on. Sure. It's one thirteen
2: one thirteen? Yeah. I don't remember all that.
0: <laughs> we don't <laughs> need an episode title at this point.
1: No, you don't need a title. Just just do the hello every welcome and one, you know.
2: See now, now the pressure's on. Hello everyone and welcome one to <laughs> <laughs> Nope. Well that's good enough. <laughs> <clears throat> episode one thirteen. There you go. <laughs>
1: Well, maybe that wasn't such a good idea. Um, hello, everybody. Apparently,
0: Stephen's job is harder than it looks.
1: It is, you know. I I feel very, very, uh, um, what is it, vindicated right now. Shut up. <laughs> to be fair, I could probably do it. You you probably could. We'll have you do it next one, Kevin. Um, we're back. Uh, one hundred thirteen episodes. Wow. Um, We're here for uh, a little bit of a weird topic. I don't don't know if we've ever done this one before, but we're basically going to... Oh, by the way, we have Kevin and Simon here. Hi. Hey. (laughs) Hi. We're basically going to spend this episode uh, ripping apart someone who's never met us, has probably never heard of us, and probably never will, um, unless well, if he. We link to his site, unless he does a, a vanity search and finds this, this. Well, I'm episode. saying, if we
0: link to his site, he'll see a backlink. This is the kind of guy who would. He track would see his backlinks. a backlink. Okay,
1: well, um, that's my suspicion. I want to anyway. give a, a very special hello, every welcome to uh, Mr. Dario D. If you're listening to this podcast, uh, disclaimer: we we don't necessarily um, uh, know you as a person. Uh, We only know of you through your your writings on your on your website. So please don't take any of the uh, of what we're about to say uh, personally.
0: Well, you could take some of it. Some of it's probably some of it's going to be personal, personal. and we feel bad about it. I feel bad about it. I'm. I'm, I well, I know what I'm going to say. Okay, and I feel kind of bad about it. Mm. Because I'm have now, you
1: ever felt bad about personally insulting someone, Kevin? Yeah. Okay.
0: I but, do, in fact, have a conscience. But sometimes these evidence. things just need to be done.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, this this is the first time in a while that I've had a visceral reaction to a website upon okay. seeing it. That, that's that's um, wow. And, and that's what sort of led us down this path. That's mm. why I, I spread the link around, let everybody else look at it. Yeah. Because and I, I think it kind of ties nicely into the, the discussion we ended up having last week of... Of modernism versus postmodernism,
1: I think it does. Um,
0: yeah. Because well, it's like we actually have a theme, or something. I know <laughs> it's like we planned it. Um, but it's, it's we, we didn't plan it. We didn't. <laughs> yeah. uh, we actually. So I suggested this before we ever watched Synecdoche. That's so. true. That's true. Uh, but I mean, Dario, if I can talk Dario, to you personally Dario, for a minute, Dario. Dario. Yeah. I don't know how you would put it, but I would. I would say that you are in almost every sense of the word, word I almost said worst that, that's a, a potential Freudian slip there <laughs> you were in almost every sense of the word a modernist and I don't think you'd take offense at that if, if you knew the definition of modernist as I do and that's someone who sort of knows that there are these truths about the world and they're not necessarily sacrosanct but they are there is something that can be made better. We can Im- always improve looking for an eventual goal. Because okay. a lot of what, what I see you reading, or I, a lot of what I read on your page, see you writing, is your suggestions to make things better.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's it, what I'm seeing. Um, um, so so I, I think it's in, like, the, the SEO description that, that came up under the link that you posted, but... Um, Dario, the, the gentleman uh, with, whose websites are defrag, D-E-E-F-R-A-G dot com, and uh, Al, alphalia, alphalia? Um,
0: Which is a real word. There is somewhere on the site that tells you to look it up. Really? Because it's important.
1: Um, um, but- okay. Uh, alphalia A-L-P-H-A-I-L-A dot com. Um, he, is, he is a self-described correctionist. And I think that's, a, that's a, fairly, um, a fairly straightforward term, but I'm going to look it up anyway on Wikipedia. Um, it, it's, you know, this idea of, of correcting perception, I guess, of things, uh, or trying to, trying to write. Uh, <laughs> when I search for cor- correctionism on Wikipedia, the top result is creationism.
0: Well, it's, it's thinks it, you were looking for creationism. It, it's in, giving you those results. Incorrect, Google.
1: <laughs> incorrect. Um, oh, so correctionism isn't exactly isn't actually on Wikipedia. So maybe it's not an actual philosophy. I wouldn't
0: be surprised. Actually, no, I wouldn't be surprised if this guy just made it up.
1: Yeah. What, Simon? A relevant news article? A timely, contemporary news article? You must be joking. It's probably yes. just poop. It is just poop. What
2: the hell is this? It's something to discuss later.
1: Yeah. Okay. Now, I mean I heard about it on NPR today. But anyways, getting back to the topic, correctionism. Um, well, let's just define it because we do that on this show. It's bad philosophy. Um, correctionism is kind of this this idea of uh, you know writing perceptual wrongs in society, of you know telling it like it is, right? You know revealing the truth behind the uh, behind the deception, the man behind the curtain, right? You know it's it's you know it's that guy at the party that nobody likes. <laughs> the realist, who's like, who's like, you know what? Um, you're likely, you're more likely to die from uh, from a car accident than uh, than flying on a plane. So it's completely irrational that you fear flying. You know that 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 guy. I always prefer um, the
0: statistic that it's more likely that a um, soda machine will fall on you than you'll be attacked by a bear, <laughs> because those are two things that know that like. We should really be afraid of, of soda machines, soda machines. <laughs> and not worry about bears. <laughs> no, um, that one was that came up in. Do uh, you remember Master Caswell at Texas Tech? Yeah, he really? gave me that statistic. Ah, that's um, awesome. Because we went camping. So, yeah, I'm glad so you actually had a good class with, with him. Mm.
2: What time? I remember that from West Wing.
0: Mm. Was that on West Wing?
2: Uh-huh So maybe Caswell I haven't gotten that wing. far On West Wing so yet So Caswell's
0: not nearly As clever as you give him Credit for I don't know Caswell watches West Wing So that's major props In my okay, book Okay well yeah, That's true. Aaron Sorkin fans represent Woohoo When does I Newsroom do It's either here, first the
2: season Or second season It's the, the Big Block of Cheese Day episode
0: Oh uh, Have you gotten there yet? I have I don't remember that In the Big Block There's two Big Block Of Cheese Day episodes though and Well I've it's almost not seen the like There's one. a lot of
1: dialogue In anything that Sorkin does Yeah
0: anything. Um now, Newsroom... I don't know the date of Newsroom, although it's coming soon. Okay, sometime in the spring? Yeah. yeah. They just premiered Luck, which is their, their show they're pushing right now on HBO. Okay. Which is about horse racing. Oh. Apparently because, it's good. Oh, really? it got well. Dustin Hoffman in it.
1: Oh. He's still around? Oh. Okay. Maybe. Anyways. <laughs> Dustin Hoffman's cool. <laughs> he is cool. Um, were we talking about something? Yes, we were talking about correctionism. Um, so, for instance, Dario... It's not correctionism, it's creationism. Creationism. <laughs> So, so, Dar- so Dario is a creationist. He's probably going to yeah, hate us for he that. He would. Yeah. <laughs> um, actually, he's about as far from a creationist as it's possible to be. Um, but he's also about as f- uh, far from an actual um, rational human being as it's possible to be as well. I don't well. know. He's, or, well, maybe, he's got, no.
0: in, the, in the sense that he is takes it, certain... Presuppositions about the world mm-hmm. and extends them to their logical conclusion. Well, is it that's possible rationalism? to be
1: is it possible to be so rational about the world that you're actually irrational in your in your over rationality? Yeah, I would think so. Okay, because I think Dario is a good example of that. Um, he has an entire so these sites are are scattered, um, to put it mildly, in or their in organized. their topics. He has uh, he has an interesting uh, page that sort of summarizes all the stuff he's working on Uh, it's his product project status page Um, but he also has a work in progress list which is different another example of the um, in my opinion completely superfluous redundancy on the website but um, he's apparently a lot Mm. farther Mm. along than everything that he Huh? I
0: found a failure. I oh, found... let's do that real it's quick. It's the pursuit, our is the pursuit of human improvement slash perfection in every form. Bam, modernist. Oh. Uh, okay. Reinventing the way you operate, the world around you, and everything in between. Now, whether or not perfection can be fully reached isn't the point. The point is that it can be fully pursued. Bam, modernist. Modernism. I was right on the button. Uh, okay. Um, you I mean, probably read his this. website after. I did. I yeah. probably did the first
1: time through. Okay, so he's a modernist? Yes. Um, uh, a a straight-up, honest-to-goodness modernist Now, this this is a little bit ironic Because um, what we should probably just delve into one of his posts To give a good example of this He he has what might be described as a blog He um, called it a blog somewhere. Yeah, it's, you know, collections of posts on topics With links to other things and, you know, opinion, stuff like that It falls under the category of blog um, in addition to, you know, art and a novel, apparently, and some other things. Um, but he has this post on poetry. And uh, I'm going mm. to let Kevin kind of, kind of introduce this. It's called The Rules of
0: Poetry. The Rules, <laughs> the, in air quotes, of the, poetry. Yeah. The Rules of Poetry. Um, it's really funny. That he starts off with, take a seat while I ramble about poetry. Mm-hmm. Um, but he sort of... He clearly likes writing poetry, mm-hmm. and he has taken offense with the the fact that there are, in fact, different structured forms that poetry can, in fact, take. Uh-huh. Meaning, like the sonnet, yes, the or, haiku, mm-hmm. the fact that iambic pentameter exists, yes. Um, speaking of, there's a fantastic dinosaur comic just came up either yesterday or the day before mm-hmm. or today. Written in iambic pentameter? No, about iambic pentameter, ah, but not um, written in iambic pentameter. No, but that would have been good. That it would have been. It actually may have been, but I don't think it is. Okay. Although it wouldn't surprise me if Ryan North has written something in on, iambi- di- on dinosaur comics in, in iambic, iambic pentameter. pentameter. Yeah, because um, he's that kind of a guy, right? So he's he's really mad at the fact that these things are these, these rules that he seems to think you are required to follow if you're writing poetry. Mm. Um, he says, you know, that he, he, he looks at, in, in particular, the haiku. And he gives you a haiku that is, um, oh no. First he gives you a poem that he writes. Mm-hmm. He, he writes a poem. The man walks lonely roads. The trees are frozen. Pedestrians of the forest city. Notice, poetry fo- flows freely. Which you know, uh, yeah, you know, well, you it's, know it's a poem. Yeah, it's a I'm poem. i Yeah, it's a poem. I'll give it to you. Yeah. It. It. I'm not i I'm not a student of poetry by any means. Uh huh. Um. It's not one of my specialties. Right. But that is, in fact, a poem.
1: Yeah, and he's like, it says exactly what I wanted to say. It's, it's you know, and that's cool. He's satisfied with it. Whatever.
0: Um. Then. Um, yes. Then. He tries to take his no um, then he tries to show why it's bad to have these structures mm-hmm. using the haiku as his example
1: and here's and here's how he how he he shows that uh, the unstructured way is better. It took him longer and was more frustrating to write in the structured haiku form. He had to think more about it before mm-hmm. he came up with it
0: so you know, I, so his way is more, perhaps we would say, more efficient. Yeah. If, we were, if we were a hmm. correctionist, if we were a modernist, we're looking for perhaps efficiency of conveying a message mm-hmm. more so than fitting into a particular format or style.
1: Right. Now, I, I have actually have a, a uh, counterexample to, to this argument um, from my own experience. Uh, the ASL videos that I've done and the ASL interpretations that I've done uh, are, are very much in a structure. The structure is called language and grammar. And, uh, and we use that all the time, we use that all the time. And, and here's the thing. It would have been really easy for me to, to just kind of sit down, uh, in front of a video camera, play, you know, party in the USA and just kind of wave my arms around and, and move my body in whatever, you know, fashion felt, you know, right (laughs) and, and good and true to me at the time and, and expressed what I was interested in expressing. Mm -hmm.
0: And that, I have no problem with that. I, right. I would like to see that actually. <laughs> right. I would like to see Stephen do that. <laughs> However,
1: that would not be uh, that would not be an interpretation of, of Party in the USA into sign language, and yeah. and an expression of the uh, content of the song in, in any meaningful way. Um, and and maybe you can you can debate me on this, but. The the equivalent would would be you know he he's frustrated that he has to to shoehorn himself into a format, but it, I would argue that that you know these formats and these rules and these games that we play with you know poetry with writing you know genre film whatever mm-hmm. it's fun to work within constraints yes and and there's a there's a certain amount of creativity that can come about from from working within constraints and yet still doing something interesting mm-hmm. and and it. By, by completely bucking constraints, which is actually very much a postmodernist thing to well, do. Well, <laughs> it, it, it,
0: um, it could be. But here's, here's be. the thing that, that happens with what he's doing. And, uh-huh. and I'm thinking about this because this is the one article in here that made me think that he could have a potential postmodern leaning. Mm. Because that is a potentiality. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we always want to get in that little crack and widen it and widen it. And then yeah. they go the whole world's a lie. Right, right. Um, that's that's the, the first stage of accepting that you're a postmodernist. Yeah. But um, his point is get rid of all of the rules. Mm. To get rid of all of the rules, we will have the best poetry. But without rules, it's not poetry. No, sure it is. I'm okay with that. No, again, postmodernist. I'm okay with that. But the thing is, mm-hmm. the, the ruled poetry mm-hmm. and the rule-free poetry must exist side by side. Ah, yes. Right. He, One is not necessarily better than the other. He's mad at
1: haikus. <laughs> yeah. And he does this thing in this post where he's, he's like, try it out for yourself. And you can just type into these form fields that go nowhere. Yeah. Or for all I know, they get submitted back into, his, into some database that he's collecting or something, um, which I think would be really funny. He's a programmer, by the way. Um, we, should, we should throw that little piece of, uh, of um, trivia in there. Um, Dario is a programmer, and uh, I, think, I think all programmers are modernists to an extent. They have you know, to be. They have to because there's a right way to code. <laughs> they, they think I mean,
0: they
1: have to can, Well, no, because but of, there,
0: are, there are multiple solutions to any given problem. Well, we, yes, but with
1: coding, you have to work within constraints. You Namely, have to work within constraints. The programming
0: language, the language that you're, you're writing have. in. But that, again, even within that, that language, there are for. multiple solutions to any problem.
1: Yeah, but a finite set. And, and I would never say there was an infinite set of anything. <laughs>
0: Multiple what? no Stephen no Stephen I said this last week and you I don't think you got it last time. What Multiple about numbers. Th- well, okay, yes. What about but, the no. real numbers? That's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> yes, there are infinite <laughs> sets. There are surely infinite sets, but what I'm saying in the postmodern methodology, such I as I almost it is, got offended by you. That's fair. Like, um, you you I, are not. I, I, I do... spoke. I spoke <laughs> unguardedly. We should Postmodernism say. does
1: not. With mathematics. I'm sorry. That's one realm we're uh, not. yeah, it does Stephen. Ah, we're not going to get there today. No. We've got other stuff we're talking
0: about. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> there are multiple truths. Mm-hmm. That does not mean there is an infinite number of truths. That's not that's it's not relativism saying whatever you believe is absolutely true. Right. But there are mult. there's a multiplicity of truths. And mm-hmm. so there are multiple ways to solve a problem in programming, much in that there are multiple I mean, so so. While one might think you could have to be a modernist if you're a programmer,
1: mm. it's not necessary. Not necessary, but it, it's likely. Yeah, yeah. Well, let, let's get beyond this this particular post because he has other things of interest. Simon, did you did you take interest in any any particular one of, of Dario's posts that you can see on here?
2: I'm still going through this USB one. Yeah,
0: <laughs> he's he's rather verbose. I got to give him props for yes, that. Yes, he uh, and it's, and quite honestly, I have to I have to
1: say. To play devil's advocate for a moment, to kind of stake a setback, I I don't disagree with everything that Dario says on his website. Um, no. I disagree with some of it certainly, but I, I actually have an appreciation for some of the things that he's codified, and and I and I agree with his his perception about certain topics. Um,
0: I disagree with his methodology, if anything.
1: Um, okay, I mean I I'll, I'll give you that, and that's one of the things we're criticizing here. But for instance, he has a post called "The Computer Commandments." Um, this was written in two thousand nine, so about two and a half years ago, uh, as far as where, I can figure. Where's
2: this under computer hmm? command? So Where's this under computer um, command? If you
1: look Australia
0: at the.com/ slash articles, we'll get you there. And
1: then it's on the left hand side under learning.
2: It's under learning. That's yeah. what I was looking for.
0: Um, now he
1: he he, he works with a format for these, which is <laughs> you know using the thou shalt. So you know a little bit of internal inconsistency there. Um, and he has things like, you know, thou shalt not fear your computer, nor your programs, nor any piece of technology that you do not yet understand. And then he kind of el- elaborates and elucidates on these um, these things as he goes through them. Um, you know, things like thou shalt not, or thou shalt read your error messages. You know, thou sh- shalt never hit next, next, no, next. But, okay. when you're selling with, yeah. with
0: rereading your error messages, how often do we get the message, an error occurred, <laughs> yeah, unspecified? Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, I read it. I haven't gained I anything from I still don't know that. what
2: that means, Yeah. <laughs> Well, and how I would, often on a PC do you get an error message like, there was a runtime exception error in DL0013? Yeah, and it gives you a memory address <laughs> or
1: something. Yeah. Like, oh, that's useful. Well, and I would add, he doesn't really clarify this, but I would add, thou shalt read your error messages and then Google them. <laughs> um, you know, but I agree with a lot of his stuff here. It's like, well, you know, think we'd be a lot better off if people were just more curious about computers and less intimidated by them and, and all these things. And, and, and I, you know I live this. <laughs> As part of my job, I, I train people and I educate people when they you know they're dissonant with their technology, where they don't understand something about something they're, about a product they're using. Or they don't understand, uh, you know, a process that they need to go through. And I agree with him that that you know we we'd be a lot better served if people were just more curious. But I don't think it's a fault, you know, or I don't think people should have these like commandments rammed down their throats. Um, (laughs) He has another similar set of these, you know, of commandments um, called the social commandments, which are much more controversial. I'm sure they
0: will be. Okay, Um, this is a statement that he makes that makes me go, (laughs) "Quoi." Okay, yes, it makes me explain in <coughs> French. In French, that's how of, weird it is. All, so I'm looking languages. at the, you know, that should be wary of myths and not uphold beliefs that were only true in years past, mm. um, which I guess yeah. is another statement. Yeah. But he's, he's in one of his elucidations, because that's a fun word. Yeah, um, he goes, PCs, that is to say, Windows computers, are no longer way less reliable than Macs. Only marginally, they're very stable. And then he says, though they are slightly worse. For those who build/slash modify their own computers and haplessly end up with monkey-designed parts, show me a single person who builds their own computer who doesn't use Windows or Linux. Right. But he's setting up this Windows Mac dichotomy, that implying that Macs are better for building your own computers. No, 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 no. Which, I don't think that's what he's saying.
1: I think
2: I think he's saying. Well, no,
1: um, yeah. okay. I don't think so, because he, he elaborates on this in a couple... This is something he wrote very early on. He has a couple of other posts where he talks about like Windows 7 versus Windows Vista, and also um, about Macs and Mac market share and, and just the Mac platform in general, um, where he sort of articulates this more of this idea that PCs have grown more stable uh, over the years, which I, I kind of agree with, but I've still seen some pretty messed up... Windows 7 systems, in my those are, experience. Those are individual
0: systems. Yeah, right? individual yeah.
1: systems. You, you know, I, I give him a little bit of the benefit of the doubt on this. I, I, I don't think it's possible to make an argument as strongly as he does on this topic. And that really generalizes to a lot of the things he makes arguments on. He, he really does, like you say, he make he's very declarative. You know, he'll put something out there like, you know, just this, this. He'll make a statement, back it up with a couple of facts or numbers... And be like, that is the God's honest truth. And I'm pretty sure he
0: doesn't believe in God. <laughs>
1: whatever he believes in, that is, you know, as the deity's honest truth. Um, but he so with the same so like I agree with him on, on a lot of this stuff in the computer commandments things. And these are sort of recognizable, common sense things that I've learned being in technology for as long as I have. And it's things that, that anyone who has grown up with technology, built their own systems, done their own troubleshooting would come up with. Um but then he has this other thing called the social commandments that are are written with the same I don't think I'd read these before the same declarative I s I I don't know, solidity, I guess, or confidence. But are truthiness. way more con truthiness, thank you, to to uh to borrow a phrase from Stephen Colbert. Um but are way more controversial. Um I just I'm trying to figure out one to pick out here, but uh
0: Oh oh oh! Um. <sighs> His last one makes me laugh because yeah, thou shall not romantically idolize any famous person of the opposite gender in any way at all. If you if you have plans, he says you instead of thou to ever, be in, to ever be in a romantic relationship,
1: relationship with someone.
0: I I just got to read the rest of this because it's, it's it's
1: <laughs> just it's so revealing about him you can appreciate one's realistic qualities for for what they're worth whatever that means like their ability to act or sing that's what he thinks it means but you can't say oh i love such and such he she is so hot it drives spears into your partner even if they discover that you only used to romantically idolize someone and it's very difficult to explain away Remember, even acceptable answers here are not good answers. There's no real excuse for a partner's worship of an opposite-gender person. When the context revolves around appearance or general attraction, he obviously got railed on in a previous relationship. and <laughs> I don't know if it's... I, I wouldn't say it was there. that obvious.
0: But, I mean, what what this says to Where, me... Where else does something this okay, specific come from? It's likely. But what I'm reading here, it comes across <laughs> as as... A very specific yeah. idea of what a relationship should, in fact, be. Uh, I guess. Well, no, which, which fits into everything else he does. He has very specific ideas of what X should be. Mm-hmm. And so, in this opinion, he feels that a relationship should should be that it is impossible to admit to ever finding anyone other than you, the person you're in love with, attractive. Uh, or at least. <laughs>
1: yeah, or at least saying it, or something. Yeah. I don't know. But he puts this on the in the same post as as such a broad statement as "Thou shalt understand the reality of narcissists, sociopaths, and people with quote antisocial personality disorder." Um, as like a, a worldview, you know, and he
0: says the problem. I mean, he's, problem he's, is- he's of the opinion that everyone should follow these things. Yes, he says that at the beginning. The world would be a better place if everyone understood these. Uh,
1: yeah, uh, uh, I think society would be an unrecognizably better place. Uh, and, and and yet he puts he puts the freaking thing about about romantically idolizing someone on the same level as understanding who sociopaths are. Like I ah, oh, there's.
0: What do you think, Simon? You, we've, we've been cutting you out a lot.
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm still trying to get a grip on... Uh, I'm reading his bio and his resume. Oh, Where'd you find you the else? bio?
0: Yeah, we couldn't find the bio.
2: Uh, yeah, let me send, send it to you. Yeah, put
1: it, in the, put it in this chat. Cause, yeah, because I, I, I'm... Indeed, I'm trying to get a, a grasp on just what... Where the hell he's coming from. Um, okay, so much of my time is spent writing... Um, he does photography and videography He has a Nikon D80 okay, no, we go over really... here to what I don't He's got what I do <clears> and what I don't Watch TV I'd like to be in full control of the four cornered surfaces I look into Well you must hate books then
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean Yeah Oh God. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, but anytime someone or, says... Or, or windows. Or windows. <laughs> <laughs> or microwaves. <laughs> microwaves. He's got to hate microwaves. He's he, he did, he kind of in control of those because he put something into the microwave. And then times how long. Yeah. They, Flashes. He's in control of microwaves. That's good. Oh, covered. God.
1: Ah, uh, Dario. It's, it's a love-hate thing with you, man. I'm sorry if you're <laughs> listening to this. Just, oh, God. Um... Listen to music with lyrics I just can't concentrate When I hear lyrics My mental channels are always busy crunching something (sighs) This guy hates art Uh, Like money He doesn't like money (sighs) Or or he doesn't doesn't put Tabasco sauce on his salad
2: I don't understand what that means
1: That means he likes salad without Tabasco sauce on him it's sort of like your thing with the beard and the, and the eat, eating less salad. <laughs> so you should you should revise it for next year. Eat less salad with, with Tabasco sauce on it. <laughs> on it.
0: That's that's my new my new New Year's resolution. I'm gonna right. eat less salad with Tabasco, with tabasco sauce on. on it. I um, don't think I've ever had a salad with Tabasco sauce on it. Uh, so some other so just
1: some other highlights of what he does. Uh, game design. Uh, he did a UT two thousand four mod. Um, so did I, by the way. It's not that big of a deal, honestly, man. <laughs> Um, computer graphics, uh, Photoshop, oh, impressive, um, sound design, uses Adobe Audition,
0: okay. I can use Audacity. Um, that's like sound design.
1: Oh, and, and of course, how could we forget this one, thinking on the world's problems. My philosophy about the world's issues is, oh, oh, stop the presses, everybody, that they're all just a giant string knot waiting to be untied. So we all need to get poking at it. Modernist. Oh, sorry, I (laughs) coughed.
0: Modernist.
2: That's not his Flickr profile.
0: Whoa,
1: awesome! He has no photos in it.
2: No, he has no friends and no no photos. I have no
1: no friends friends
0: on Flickr. No, I don't. I don't. Yeah. I also have no photos on Flickr.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I was gonna say he has a (laughs) Flickr profile with no photos. He doesn't have any photos on it either, or does he? He does.
0: What? Yeah, he does. You go to his photos here. Doesn't have any uh, sets. Okay,
1: so it's all the stuff from his fast food article. Yeah, those are the,
0: the from his fast food article. do him. you want to
2: talk about the fast food we, article? We, we can get to it. We'll get to it. Um, but then, that's not his. I've seen that other places. Somebody else did that. No, he
0: made these. If you go to oh. his, he's the guy who made those pictures. He has a lot of ah. photos on here. He has 120 photos on here. Yeah. Some of these are. Uh, he's having fun with Photoshop. Yeah. Not good. Well, I mean, well, some of I'm them I'm not are, one to one to say. we okay. He he has a lot of pictures of a snail. He really likes lighting. That's clear.
1: I you know I these are these are okay. I mean these yeah. are these are. Simon's our the, resident photo guy on. Oh, here. there's a photo him of him. Talk. Okay. Um, interesting. He has some pictures of his mom. That's okay. Um,
2: I think he lives with her. So Let's
1: see, I don't hold that against anybody anymore. There's there's some pictures of a bum. He just took random pictures of people on a beach. Uh, a snake, that's kind of cool. You know, his photography is sufficiently artsy, and he's he's got a pretty sweet computer setup. I will admit that. <laughs> I, I I mean, the whole multiple monitor thing is is impressive. Um. I, uh, You know, I'm starting to feel worse and worse about this. About making fun of him? About making fun of this guy. I don't
0: know that we're making fun of him. I mean, he's a real person. I'm, I'm, I'm disagreeing with him on a lot of very base levels. Mm. And, and if I go back to he, the fact that he doesn't watch TV, ignoring his, his misstatement about things with four corners.
2: Yeah. Um, but yet he produces videos.
0: Videos aren't the same, for some reason, probably. They're not. Um, uh, it's a distinction I I think means less and less in our modern world, but that's neither here nor there.
1: Well, he, well but he has control over the videos he makes.
0: Yes. Yeah. But does he watch videos, well, or does he just make videos? He pro- by control, he means he wants to be in control of what he's watching at any particular moment. I'm, I'm in sure. control of what I'm watching at any particular <laughs> moment on TV. <laughs> on TV, yeah. I have the remote. Can, I can change the channel. Yeah. But again... Beside the point. Beside the point. Uh, the point I want to I want to make is I get really wary of, and this is the postmodern me coming out. Uh-huh. Anybody who makes sweeping declarations, uh. and anybody I've ever met who says I don't watch TV, thinks they're better than TV. They're they're disregarding an art form. I say that. You say you don't watch TV? Yeah, because I don't. You don't own a, TV, don't TV. Own a TV. No, so but you watch TV shows. It's. It is a. It, I mean, the feeling I get when people who say I don't watch TV, I consider it a fundamental difference,
1: because I. I don't subject myself to. What are you watching, Simon?
2: <laughs> I found one of those videos.
1: Uh, where? YouTube. YouTube. Where all the videos live? <laughs> Go ahead and pause that for now because the audio is coming through.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. Um. No, and here's—I'll play devil's advocate on this. I, I can appreciate the sentiment, which is I don't want to subject myself to the amount of 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 just tiring advertising that's on traditional television. The the only circumstance in which I'll watch traditional television is through a DVR, where I can skip the advertisements, where I can I can pause, go back, I can you know change the episode that I'm watching, which is very much like a computer, okay, TV watching. Stephen, though,
0: but would you? Here's, here's, a, here's a question. Mm-hmm. If you were writing a bio of yourself yeah. for the way you're going to present yourself to the world, sure, would you put, I don't watch TV in that? Do you think that's a descriptive statement about yourself? one not that really. One that defines you it's in a certain way. Not.
1: On, its, on the list, of, it doesn't probably make the top 50 of things exactly. that, are, that are relevant it's about me. It's his
0: top one
1: thing uh, that he does not that's, do. It's, well, it's the first thing that came to mind, which I really feel like these are all just sort of whatever came to mind. Fair in whatever enough, order. but...
0: It's, They are. It's it's one of those situations where he felt it was important enough that you knew that about him. Mm -hmm. And if every time someone says I don't watch TV, I want to sit them down with a box set of Arrested Development, The Wire, The Wire, and Slings and Mm (laughs) Arrows, because those are my top three opinion 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 my top three pieces (laughs) of television of all time. Right. Um, The things that exemplify this art form and what it can, in fact, be. True. Um, there are lots of paintings of landscapes out there. Bob Ross made thousands of them, mm-hmm. and everybody who follows him does. I have nothing against what they do, but I don't hold them up next to a Picasso and say, and I don't, I don't look at Bob Ross and say, man, I hate paintings. <laughs> I don't look at paintings because so many of them are like Bob Ross landscapes. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I mean, that,
1: that is, that is a, a running theme Throughout throughout Dario's work, and I, and I think we're criticizing a philosophy and just using Dario as a as yes. Dario is
0: clearly an, is is just an example we found, and it and it really is this this trying to to
1: simplify the world and into these general broad statements because you can never you can never put social commandments down into a blog post. You can you can never to, to do so. Is is to um, is to make che- is to cheapen. I think the the complexity and richness and diversity of the world. Mm. You know, you, you can. It's it may make it easier for you to understand these things. And really, I think this whole site is a fascinating picture. A glimpse into someone's mind, into someone's perspective on reality. Which is what that what you really want your blog to be? Sure, I, and I think it, it served, it's oh. an incredibly entertaining and, and, and interesting um, insight into a particular person. But I don't think that's what he wants it to be. <laughs> I think he wants someone to read this and go, "Oh my God, I understand the world now." <laughs> I mean, he has he he has as, among his uh, things. Um, his major categories for his, his articles are learning, problems, and things everyone should see.
0: Yeah, and I have a lot of issue with the fact that he's got two Michael Moore movies. Or no, a Michael Moore. He's got a Michael Moore movie and then Super Size movie, which is another documentary that is incredibly terribly... I've actually seen
1: more than half of everything that's so on i So have seen I've seen...
0: Yeah. I've seen Supersize I me. Mean, I've seen a couple electric Car I've seen episodes of Frontline. You I didn't clicked read, away, so I couldn't see. Oh,
1: no, sorry, I, I, I didn't read about this section. Everyone living, kids included, needs to see these fascinating and important. He likes all caps. Uh, documentaries, videos slash documentaries slash videos slash talks at least once and way, way sooner than later. Uh, One of the prime reasons for there being uh, significant cultural and systematic flaws in the world is that almost nobody knows anything about these things at least anything useful other than the fact that they exist he qualifies stuff into oblivion often. Um, So society at large can't bat them down lack of public knowledge creates the freedom that most of the world's problems need in order to exist and ignorance is the guardian warrior of that. Seriously, if you have any free time in your life, the posts uh, you'll find in this section have some of the best and most interesting things you can fill with it. You know, uh, I I agree with him on like half of those. I think the corporation is a fascinating insight. It's a fascinating perspective on on the. On but that. for each
0: one of these, I I would say you got to see the opposite. Each one of these is exceptionally biased works, uh, possibly except like Frontline isn't and or Ted, Talks. TED Talk. I mean, well TED, Ted Talks. Ted cover talk, everything it's like go watch you know they might be giants have a TED talk or go, lead, go read NPR
1: you know yeah. it's, it's the bias is you know with TED talks you can you can sort of get a feeling it's, TED talks is, is you know it's a lot of intellectualism mm-hmm. it's a lot of it's a kind of liberal bent I guess in a lot of ways but they're they're all I think TED talks in, in a lot of ways do what he's trying to do <laughs> And, and that's, you
0: know... Moot has a TED Talk from 4chan. Really? Yeah. Oh,
1: I need to see that. I, because he yeah. won
0: Times Person of the Year the poll because everyone on 4chan voted for voted him, for him mm-hmm. and, and rigged it up so that he would vote. Yeah, would, when They actually built programs to beat the system. But he actually did something interesting, I, I, I think, which was create 4chan. Well, he copied an image board from other places. Yeah. His just happened to catch on. Okay, <laughs> so he got lucky. Oh, His TED yeah, talk no, is okay. absolutely terrible, by the way. Oh, is it? Yeah, uh-huh. the guy's not a public speaker. He doesn't. He doesn't have great ideas. He's no. he's clearly a guy who got lucky on a website. Okay, well, no, <laughs> never mind that. I won't watch it. But well, you, you can. Know. But it's a waste of money. Who care? He'll, who killed? Who, who killed the electric car? Supersize me. What is E two? You know? I don't know E two. I know who killed the electric car, and I know Supersize Me has a lot of problems as a documentary. As mm-hmm. does SICKO, both of which which he also recommends.
2: Um. You know, I'm looking at his projects, and those are kind of interesting.
1: Yeah, the project status. He, he has, uh, so he has his hands in a lot of stuff. So Dario is a token generalist slash modernist. He's a guy who has his hand in like 50 different cookie jars um, and really wants to write. and feels like he can write <clears> convincingly <throat> on a lot of different topics or can do anything. I share a lot Of his mental structure, a scary amount of his mental structure. (laughs) The difference between argue with
0: you so much, Stephen. Right.
1: The difference between Dario and 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 I is that I have not. (coughs) I guess I have the better sense, or maybe the conservative sense, to keep a lot of these ideas and opinions to myself. So this venue, bad philosophy, is is amazing in in the the sense that i I talk about a lot of things on here that I have never really codified in any other form um, or have never codified anywhere other than my personal writings um, that I will never give to anybody um, but it it's 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 I agree with you on on so many things Dario, and yet there's one fundamental difference which is that i i I don't want to have that, that um I guess hubris that I that I know better, you know? Or that or that my opinion or that my perspective His is, conclusion
0: is conclusion is, is. is I think the key word. Okay. Conc- he has achieved a conclusion.
1: Yes, where I have only opinions. Yeah. Oh, and Maybe, I recognize no. them as such. I don't see them as conclusions or as as, as ends or as, you know, like oh yeah, that 's right. this is the correct thing
0: mm-hmm.
1: here, everybody, read this thing that i that I concluded you know that's i don't i don't ever want to do that yeah. <laughs> you know that ah, and maybe maybe I am just you know i don 't have the balls to do it i mean i I applaud him for putting all this out there. Yeah, I mean, um, well, you've been putting stuff out there on bad philosophy for the last three years. Yeah, yeah, I have. But you know, this is this is a, a much more digestible form.
2: <laughs> but I don't think you've ever claimed to have all the answers.
1: No, and that's exactly the point of philosophy. Bad I think. philosophy in particular. Yeah, we know that
2: we're wrong. Exactly,
1: um, we're okay with that. And, and it's it's something that Dr. Webb talked about fairly early on. Is, is fallibilism. Mm-hmm. This guy is in. He feels himself infallible. I think. Although I think really he is a fallibilist, but he doesn't he doesn't want to admit it. Um, let's talk about his fast food thing because I think that's a that's a just a fascinating um, little little project in and of itself.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: he he's making a, a general observation into. What he considers everybody
0: has made.
1: Yeah, well, and he he's making it in, in such a systematic way. And it's basically, the, the core observation of it is, oh, gee, fast food that you buy in a fast food restaurant doesn't really look that much like the pictures that they have of the food. I we
0: mean, need to watch this at some point. Uh, okay. Because this came out in
1: 1993. Yeah. Um, well, it, it, it is. It's an observation that a bunch of other people have made before. It's an observation that most people make and go, oh, okay, well, I'm all right with that. And
0: then, and then in his... Because in his, nobody's his, surprised by what we're getting.
1: No. <laughs> and, and in his
0: own article, he's like, well, you know, it still tastes good, you know. Still buy it. Except he hates himself for eating it. Yeah. I get the feeling that I buy it because it tastes really good, but I hate myself for it. But I hate myself. Well, because you know, Super Size Me is one of his videos you have to watch. Yeah. Which, I, anytime you want to watch Super Size Me, go ahead and then turn around and go watch Fathead by Tom Naughton mm. which is a response documentary where Tom Naughton eats nothing but fast food for 30 days and, and. loses 12 pounds. <laughs> yeah. His cholesterol drops he becomes healthier. <laughs> uh. To make his point. And he, he critiques supersized me in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. But, um, because it's not scientific. One person's experience yeah. is Well not, <laughs> is not, not only is it not scientific, scientific. is he lies to us. Really? Yeah. It, it from oh,
1: I did not know. No, there's, that. A,
0: there's there's a lot of things like the fact that um, Morgan Spurlock refused to release his data? Um, his data, oh. his meal plan, like what Ooh. he was actually eating. Hmm. And the only thing we know is, and this is one of the many things that kind of he take that Tom Notton takes issues with in Fathead, is that um, at one point in time, a dietitian or somebody who's talking to Morgan Spurlock and supersize me, he's saying you're eating like four to five thousand calories a day. Yeah. And so Tom Notton says, Okay, let's try and make a three meal course at McDonald's that equals up to four to four thousand or five thousand calories. And it's nearly impossible to do, really. Including supersizing everything, like all of this sort of stuff. It still only comes out of like two thousand. Maybe 2, maybe three or four, maybe three and a half thousand is like the highest he could get. Hmm. And that was like, you know, extra large fries, two Big Macs, a large drink, you know, all that sort of stuff. So making making it as big as he could mm-hmm. and refusing to do that. Man. And whereas uh, Tom Naughton, in his thing, very intentionally makes everything he's doing very clear. Um, he has released his food logs, so you can go see what he ate every single day for those 30 days. Mm-hmm. Um, and, he, and he was smart about it. He said, I'm going to be smart about what I eat. I'm going to eat McDonald's and other things every day. But I'm going to cut out French fries because carbs are terrible for you. Huh. The majority." <sighs> of you, and he goes into some of the science of these things. So I'm not yeah. going to eat any French fries. And he doesn't. He, I'm going to eat about 2,000 calories a day. The recommended daily amount of calories. Right. And I'm going to walk a mile every day, or a couple miles every day. Yeah. So, exercise. Yeah. He has a balanced lifestyle. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And he successfully loses 12 pounds. (laughs) And I think I... So, again, so that's why I hate supersizing. Right. (sighs) So, you know... But back to Dario.
1: Back to Dario. So, Simon, what did you think of the USB article?
0: Well we're not go uh, oh, we, we did talk about this fast food. Everybody's made that argument. Everybody's made that yeah.
2: argument. Yeah. USB. Well, I want to continue on the fast food. Okay, go want. for it. One of the things everybody forgets is that food that you see in an ad, A, it's not necessarily actual food.
0: No, of course no. It's not. It's, it's definitely not actual food.
2: Well, and I say that because, you know, when you have all these bright lights and you're in a your studio, you're probably going to be in there for a few hours. Mm-hmm food goes bad mm-hmm. yeah. food look as good so they use artificial stuff
0: yeah wow. That, that's always been that's why you you know if you see those pictures of ice cream at Brahms mm-hmm. it's not ice cream what no. ice what cream it? melts if you put my ice cream under photography lights for 20 minutes I just figured they
1: had like, look a, like ice a, cream. a fridge anymore. in one corner and they were just constantly putting new scoops no. out there no,
2: that'd be it's, too expensive
0: oh uh, that's funny no it's not ice cream uh, this, that's not a hamburger in the Burger King ad. Okay, no,
1: you know, and it's, it's, I and I appreciate that observation. I,
2: he doesn't know, say that though. It's I don't something
1: think. I never thought of, but
2: you know, it's not food, and and it's also you know it's prepared by a chef. It's prepared by sure. somebody who knows how to prepare food that's visually appealing.
1: Oh yeah, and food you photography. You know, he makes some interesting observations about this, which is that in a lot of the still photos they have, they tilt the burger slightly, which makes it appear taller, which makes it appear larger than it actually is. Um, You know, there are little subtle things you can do to make it appear that you're getting something more, you know. Um, But But it always
2: says, print it on the photo, uh, you know, may appear differently or not actual size or... Yeah, yeah. Some sort of legal jargon.
1: You know, how can you tell from a photo how big something is actually supposed to be? Because a lot of times the... um, yeah, exactly. A lot of times his his little comparisons between the two are like, you know, taking the photo by itself and then putting it next to his photo, but, you know, it's not like McDonald's gives you this little CSI ruler thing, you know, <laughs> with, the, with the little markings on it, you know, to yes. compare to. At an
0: appropriate scale. Mm-hmm.
1: It's all, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a facsimile, it's a representation. Big deal. I know movies aren't real either. I still appreciate them, you know, um...
2: Wait, Transformers wasn't a documentary? Well, that one was (laughs)
1: Right But not two sequels Only the, yeah Only the first one
2: Yeah
1: And again, it's like It's one of those things It's like, well You know, you show this to people And they're like Oh, that's interesting
0: but it's not like a, oh, my God, I never realized this more. I'm never yeah. going to eat
1: fast well, food again. Well, he basically like,
0: gets to the point where he's like, this should be illegal. We should he legislate does make that this. Argument. Yeah. And, get, you know, it's so disgusting how fake these food looks.
1: Again, Dario, we've all had these thoughts. I've had the thought that, oh, man, you know, this this bad food. It was actually during the, the health um, care issues class that I went through in college. We watched Supersize Me. was one of the things that... And, um, there's apparently a book as well I'm about sure it. I'm sure there is. Um, and I, watched it, I, was, and, and I had the same money. thoughts. I was like, oh, my God, this is so horrendous. We should regulate this. And, and then I started thinking about it more, and I'm like, oh, well, if you start regulating food, you know, it, it gets kind of ridiculous. It's a slippery slope kind of thing. You start a, you start actually looking at what it would take to, to regulate that, and, you know, telling people what they can eat or not mm-hmm. is it's like telling people what they can wear, or not, uh-huh. you know. And, no, there's a great, lot of issues with it. Yeah, which I, I actually think public indecency laws are quite ridiculous too, because it's all
0: it's all based on you know. It's based on an arbitrary set of standards that the majority yeah. seem to share, a- not- A.K.A. ethics, <laughs> you know. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and, and, and you know, it really does come down to, a, a, I guess, not an ethical choice. You know, it's it's. It's paternalism of a sense, you know, and, and I'm not a fan of paternalism. <laughs> I'm really not. I don't think it's the government's job to, uh, to legislate about marriage, about, um, about birth control, you know, about abortion, about any of these subjects that are, that are in the realm of ethics. I think that's for society to work out. I don't I don't think that's in the... But, you know, that's an argument for another day. <laughs> but, you know, Dario looks at this and he goes, Ah! Oh, it should be illegal! You know, or, or... You know... The USB thing, and I think this segues nicely into it. There... Okay, we've all been there, Dario. We've all been frustrated when we try to plug in a USB cable and we get it wrong on the first try. But guess what? It's, it's a half it's, second. It's a half second, you flip it around, you plug it in, and it's right. You know? Like, only, only you, my friend, who has, you know, a billion things that have USB ports, would really get frustrated about this. Um, yeah. I, you know, hey, I appreciate Firewire as much as the next guy, man, because <laughs> I've never plugged in a Firewire cable backwards, ever. And it's a good feeling. It, you know, but the a good feeling lasts for like a quarter of a second, you know? And then I go on about my business. Um, it doesn't stop me from using USB devices, uh, occasionally, you know, when 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 the ports are oriented right, we know when I'm used to it, like I know the ports on my own computer, I know which 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 way they're
0: oriented, and I can. Yeah, look I've at the cable never and had get it an right issue plugging in a USB cable on one of the computers I own. Yeah, but it's you know yeah. it's it's sort of like uh, you, you know you get used to you get used to it. <laughs> it's it well, and the thing <laughs> is, and he makes a statement, and he's and he's mostly right mm. in that it's hard to know which way's up if you're not used to looking at a USB cable. Right. But I can I'm now at the point that I know which side is up. I've got my little dongle in here yeah. for my mouse which I didn't bring. Mm-hmm. I know that the hollow side goes up. So I can look in those little dots at the top. Yeah. Which is what he's talking about. I'm looking at the top, I can see if it's hollow, it's up. Yeah. If it's solid, it's down. Right. Yeah. That's I mean, I'm at the point where I can look at that and I know that. And mm-hmm. I've taught myself this because I said like Mario did, I'm tired of putting in my devices wrong. <laughs> Mario. Did I say okay. Mario? Yeah. Dario. Dario. Like Dario did, I'm tired of putting in my USB cables wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm going to fix me. Yeah.
1: Well, and he, you know, he comes up with this, uh, this design.
2: this <laughs> statistic? 92% of all users. He made it up. It's it, made up. You
0: think it's made up? I, I'm sure it's made up. What um, study? There's no citation. If there's no citation, it's as good as made
2: up. I'm going to
0: Google it. I, I took two online polls. Oh, good. The online poll. The bastion of actual you know, statistical research. And he says, I took two online polls, and even among my fellow
1: nerds, the people I polled, 40% said they didn't know what the up or down side was, and among those who did, 50% said they randomly tried plugging in each side until one goes in. So that's um,
0: not 92%.
1: So he says, so if only 30% of this tiny elite crowd tries to plug in a USB port the proper way, I wonder what it's like for everyone else. Okay. Somebody makes up his numbers. Somebody needs to give Dario just like a 30 second run through on
0: induction fallacies. (laughs) Um, Wikipedia probably has a page on it.
1: Well, and then and he, he then he does this thing afterwards. Think about how this statistic would look up on a projector in a USB development board meeting. I don't think there were any of those men, because um, <laughs> the only one. the board doesn't deal with <laughs> like that. Yeah, the engineers one guy do. guy in a room <laughs> says, "Ah, eh, that'll work." One guy says, "Yeah, but okay." Ninety-two uh, percent of all user attempts to plug in a USB device are done with no sense of what's up or down. So he he puts this out there, but he doesn't. I don't think he properly he makes properly, it, up. He, he makes makes it, it up. up. he doesn't properly qualify. This is just a number I'm pulling out of my ass. Yeah. You know, and the one above it, like this is just a number. I, I don't. He doesn't say how many people he pulled. He doesn't say how <laughs> he pulled them.
2: People who listen to Bad Philosophy don't like cheese, and that's based on a survey I just did. Well, that's
1: a true fact. Yeah. I love cheese. I hate cheese. Well, actually, I love cheese too. I'm wearing. <laughs> It's funny you mention that, Simon. I'm actually wearing the fromage shirt. Yeah, the (laughs) pollen storm fromage. The pollen storm fromage shirt. So good call, man. I freaking love cheese. You know, okay, I admit it. I love cheese too. Um, But he, you know, he makes this whole argument, and, and like, it segues into this argument about just ports in general, and about how many different ports there are on a motherboard, and how how much he hates SATA and how it pops out easily. And he has this picture at the end of.
2: A guy in
0: a computer through a giant it looks like a computer through a giant slingshot.
1: slingshot.
2: Yeah. Which sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah He
1: Actually. says right now at this moment there are maybe forty thousand system builders out there imagining that they are doing that. Where do you get forty thousand? He made it up. Like again, like he made just it up. make these uh
2: here, here's my problem YouTube, as, as annoying as that one second Like, oh, I plugged it in wrong thing is
0: Yeah
2: It's vastly superior to the whole Like, where you had to match up the pins And you had to screw it in Yeah, set up the, go back to a just, SCSI
1: cable if you hate USB Yeah, well, those still had a, a right way and a wrong way to plug in They did have in. a right way
0: and a wrong way They also took longer Mm-hmm, yeah no matter well, how right, if you get it right every time, you looked at it. Okay, that's the right way to do it. It's still going to take me longer yeah. than plugging in a USB in the wrong way, flipping it around, and trying again. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> well, he comes yeah. up even with this with this like um, <laughs> his here's,
1: ideal. Here's about two hours worth of work to try to design some kind of USB-like universal plug. Really. It took you two so, hours to come up with... They should make it like a headphone jack. Or they should make it like the power
0: cord. Look at this. Yes. This, <laughs> look at this. It's a podcast. I know, I know. But I'm telling <laughs> Stephen to look at this. Okay, on your laptop, if you've got a PC, mm-hmm. not a Mac, because Macs have that stupid Magna thing. Which is awesome, which by is the way. Which is actually pretty nice. It doesn't have an I, up or down. I will be... Yeah. I'll admit, it's, the yeah. Mac thing's pretty nice. It's pretty cool. Um, yeah.
2: But you can't... You, put it up You mm?
0: can't. No. But you, if you pull it out, you, you have one of those little round power plugs into your computer it looks exactly like the one he's holding next to you yep hell take a headphone jack i mean i mean well he he has the internal thing inside of it that's see how it's a cylinder rather than a peg yeah like i'm saying literally this is the exact same plug it is yeah his his difference is it has the different bands across it for for data and power or whatever Mm -hmm. um but the plug already exists (laughs) And to be fair, I never plug in my power cord wrong because there's not a wrong way to do it. Yeah.
1: Well, and he says, uh, it's inspired by the deathly simple headphone speaker jack, a.k.a. known as tip ring, tip ring screw or something like that?
0: You don't know. It like TRS.
1: It's TRS connector. It means something. It's been around since, like, <clears throat> the early 1900s. Um Yes, it's awesome, but you know what? It only works for certain things.
2: I okay. Like he calls a zebra there, port. What? He calls it a zebra port
1: Oh yeah, he comes up with his own thing. Well, you know, like it's,
0: it looks kind of it's striped. Sure.
1: It's striped, yeah. But he has this like articulated joint thing on it too and, and that just that is a manufacturing nightmare. It's also something that can break much more easily. Yeah,
0: see, this thing solves it much
1: better. It does. That this you see
0: on, on a lot of cables, Yeah, this, a little, this little kind of ribbed, uh, flexible, thing.
1: Bend, bendable thing. You know, there are, there are reasons that these things were engineered in a certain way. Sometimes the reasons are not as good as they possibly could be. But here's the deal. Sometimes a thing that you design does not actually work because of physics, <laughs> and this design uh-huh. would, not, would not work as a serial connector. Like, you have to, you have, to have certain types of contacts, certain, certain physical uh, characteristics of a design in order to make it work. I mean, this is the reason why things have centered around pins and, and these sort of linear, like, like pad contact points. Um, sometimes you just need a crap ton of, of pins touching each other and you can't do with with the whole TRS style, you know. I, for instance, I, I love the Thunderbolt connection. I think it's 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 I don't really know what this cool. Is. Um, it looks it's exactly accurate. like this. Um, this is Mini Display Port, but okay. is, that, is that the
0: same thing? You have to have an adapter to put in your HDMI into right on right. a Mac, but whereas I just have an HDMI take a port. look at
1: this port. You see all the little the little pins next to it, like piano keys, next to each other on the top and the bottom of that center thing. Sure. Yeah. Right. You see the 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 cut off bottom bottom edges. Yeah, like a, only, like a uh, Game Boy cartridge. Yeah. There's only one proper way to plug this in. Mm-hmm. Good design. Um, and it's it's small. It's uh, it's thin. You know, it's it's maybe like a quarter inch uh, across. Yeah, you know, it's about and like,
0: the same same like, depth as a USB.
1: Yeah. Maybe three sixteenths of an inch. Um, you know, tall, and and it's it works and it can handle 10 gigabits That's which a lot of bits per second, <laughs> per second um which is no, just awesome. 10 to
0: gigabits total then it stops working forever right so
1: i have some news for you dario somebody already designed a better port and it's already in a bunch of stuff so you know there are people out there thinking about this this stuff and he says you know when companies make stupid decisions the world should know about them and you know, USB, yeah, it was a little bit of a misstep. But you know what? We came back and made something better. And uh, well, I'm still of the opinion USB is freaking awesome. I, well, I don't think it's as... I don't think it's so bad that it's worthy of writing as much as he... He probably wrote like 2,000 words. And, and it did, all, did up all these infographics... About this thing And uh, yeah. it's,
0: USB is And here's Here's what I like About USB mm-hmm. And this is This is USB's Biggest thing That it's got going for it Oh also by the way His his little Z Z port thing
1: Looks exactly like The Thunderbolt logo <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah No he actually That's the Winamp logo It does look like the Winamp No yeah. that is the Winamp logo Oh that is the Winamp logo yeah. Well the Thunderbolt The Thunderbolt
0: logo Is that But slightly taller Okay well, And I think Mirrored But, but he, he's know. actually got The Winamp logo there Yeah But um No the thing I love about the USB port, mm-hmm. and, and there's a lot of things that are maybe a little problematic with it. <laughs> maybe. Mm-hmm. It's ubiquitous. Yeah. The U. Um, universal. I won't say universal, because no, nothing okay. is universal, but it is ubiquitous. Ubiquitous. Every sub in the world <laughs> has um, a, I mean, you don't see... A thumb drive with a FireWire port on it. Nope. You don't. See, you're not. You're not seeing it. You're not going to see them with a Thunderbolt port on them. Nope. No mouse. They're going to be USBs. Yep. And and they keep making the USB more efficient. They're making it fast. That's why the USB 2.0 exists. USB 3.0. Yeah. Is, Which is not exist? getting wide
1: adoption. Yeah. USB three. exists. Okay. Your
0: laptop yeah. probably has it. Probably. But you probably don't have anything that uses it. Nah. nah
1: at this point. <laughs> they,
0: um, that's okay. Yeah. But I mean, and and they've they've found a form that that works mm-hmm. in the sense that it worked so well that everybody practically adopted it. Yeah. Yeah. And so if I were the guy or the team or the boardroom that designed the USB cable, I'd be pretty darn proud of myself. Yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) It's good enough. Um, I'm a big fan of good enough. Now, I know it doesn't work for a lot of people. Um, You know kind of the whole philosophy behind apple is good enough isn't good enough um which you know some people have that that bent um you know personally i i've uh i've gotten a lot more i guess tolerant (laughs) as i've gotten older (laughs) um i think it's something happened that happens as you age and i don't know how old dario is but i'd guess mid-20s
0: yeah i think somewhere in there i mean so he's at least out of college yeah
2: yeah um Unless he made his own college, and well, yeah. Plans.
0: I mean, he was homeschooled. Um, oh, was he? That's somewhere in his bio. Oh, that makes so much sense. Yeah, we're yeah. not allowed to say that, Stephen. No, I, I dude, <laughs> I'm a homeschooler. As am I. And that's probably. A, and I'm of the opinion we're not allowed to say that because I'm tired of spreading those stereotypes. I think it's
2: completely I'm not. true.
0: Were you homeschooled, Simon? Nope. And shut the frack up.
1: <laughs> There's good and bad aspects to it. You know, like I said I don't disagree with him on everything <laughs> I think you know a lot of the points where we agree make sense because we were homeschooled you know it's sort of sort of this idea of you know forming your own opinion and and going with it is okay um, what are you looking at right there this, this is, this is folio? Folio. yeah um,
0: he looks very much like um, yeah he was he, he, he was homeschooled for a long time he looks very much like uh, Barkley. or no 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 no, no. Uh, not Barkley. Um, I don't know that he went to university actually. Uh, um, sh- what is his name? He doesn't want any just a chat emails. The he's guy who busy. the guy who played Max Headroom. He looks very much like that guy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, okay, look at it. Look at the picture of him with the with the TVs. Yeah, yeah. he could be Max. He's got the strong chin, the glasses. Yeah, yeah, this, yeah this, this thing.
2: Oh. Can that be the title of our episode?
1: What
0: Max Headroom? Max Headroom? Max Headroom? Sure.
1: Okay. Good enough. <laughs> well, I think we've uh, we've spent enough time ripping into uh, into this poor sap. Yeah. Um, Dario. We would love to have you on the show to defend your world views. <laughs> um, I, think, I think we've we're shown We're totally going to link uh, your
0: page a lot, so, you know, all... Oh, 10 hey, people you have re- a Kindle re- Fire. Yeah, yeah, no, you no, no. Uh, it was my birthday present. Oh, um, neat. Yeah, no, neat. I know.
1: I've actually never, never seen one, so... They're fun. It looks good. I mean, it it's, good.
0: It's, it's nice. Yeah. I'm pretty happy what with it. What do you it. like about it? Um, a, I'll be honest, the size. The size is really nice. It looks... You know, let me... Can I have, Yeah, go for it. Yeah. It's a little heavier than you first expect. hmm um, but it's got a real good size to it, and mm-hmm. the iPad's nice. I've, Amy got an iPad for her birthday, so I've been playing Compare and Contrast, and it's the iPad does a lot of things. It's really nice. It is. It is pretty unresponsive. Yeah. responsive. Um, it's tied into the Apple Store or the Amazon Store, which I have a little bit of issues with. But I've also found out how to get around it, so I don't really care anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, it took all of ten seconds. you Googling to figure it out. Yeah. Um, so. Thou shalt nice.
1: always Google your question
0: <laughs> before asking somebody else. Um, else it does doesn't by? read super great. Like, if I'm reading a book, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll pull up... What am I reading recently? I'm reading Sandman Slim because it was a buck on Amazon. so mm. that's It's pretty good. Um, a little bit choppy. A little bit, a little choppy. bit choppy. You okay. can go horizontal, vertical, yeah, either way. It takes it a second. To um, it, yeah. yeah, but so does anything. Yeah. It does. Um, it's got different... Options for, you can have white on black, black on white, oh, cool. or sepia, plus yeah. changing text sizes, uh, line spacing, margins. I like that layout. That's really cool. Um, you can also change your typeface, mm. which is kind of fun. You
1: can do that in iBooks. They have more options on
2: this, though. Yeah, this is a lot say. of options
0: yeah. for that. Um, I'm still it's Georgia and the traditional.
2: Absolutely. Apple only uses a handful of fonts. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, and so it is not... If you want just an ebook reader, mm-hmm. stick with the e-paper. Go get a with seventy-nine. Like, go get a seventy-nine dollar Kindle or the Kindle Touch, which is or like the Kindle one, Touch, which is yeah. one thirty or so. Yeah, yeah about that. Um, the Touch is pretty good too. My sister got that uh, mm-hmm. for Christmas, but even just the seventy-nine dollar Kindle is going to be the best e-reader on the planet. Yeah, because e- they, they have, and it's not even perfected, but they've done incredible things with that e-paper, the mm. e-ink that. Looks Ooh. fantastic. I was curious what, like, the interface to the Amazon,
1: um, the Amazon store I- looks like on
0: here. Uh, well, it depends on which store you want. You want books or you want... Just Amazon. The, you go to that through the website. Oh, through the really? internet. Yeah, it doesn't... You can't just go to that. You can go to the bookstore, you can go to the music store. Doesn't it have, like, an Amazon app on there? No, actually. Oh, I'm not really? connected to the internet, which means it's not going to work, but I can uh. Um... Oh, I like that. How you can just
1: you can just tap the settings
0: from the top. Yeah, there. settings right there on the top. That's pretty uh, nice. Uh, um, that's
1: yeah, that's pretty cool. See, there's there's things to like in these uh in these Android tablets. Um Ah. Well anyways, yeah, we've we we've elucidated enough on uh on things that can't be listened to. Um, yeah. <laughs> let me, uh let me take a quick uh gander at the form squee at the form spring. Um
2: oh. I'll answer all the questions because I got my professor hat on.
0: You got your professor hat on. What does it look like? Is that is that your mortar board?
2: Yes. That you apparently uh, just walk
0: around the house with?
2: Yes. Yeah. Whenever I find it, and I've been drinking. <laughs> that
0: was Kevin skeptical. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, here's the the Fire Bookstore. Mm-hmm. And give it a second, it's loading. And it's still think about connecting to your internet.
1: <laughs> fire book. Yeah. Oh, uh speaking of books by the way. Um you know, we made the joke, but he actually has a uh, we made the joke that he hates books, but he it's actually the exact opposite. I forget where this
0: was exactly. Uh it was on Internet Addiction, I think. That's that's what it was. Oh, was it I that, that it? Yeah. Internet Addiction. On Defrag, he's got his book that he's writing.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: that's what the the Kindle store looks like.
1: No, but anyways, somewhere in there he says like um he says that, like, a search, he, some, something that would result in a surge in book sales, and, like, well, it wouldn't actually be that much of a bad thing because, you, and he speculates that people would object to it because it would result in more trees getting cut down. And then he's like, but it actually wouldn't because logging is very environmentally sound and all this yeah. Like, he does, oh my God. It's
2: sometimes he lower. Know hmm? Trees for paper are grown on farms. I,
0: I don't think he does. Most people don't know that, which drives me crazy. Because buying a book If you want more trees to exist in the world mm-hmm. Throw away more paper mm-hmm. Oh yeah Because then, there's, because a, then, uh, they have to, then there's a higher demand So they will be growing more trees for more paper Yeah they'll cut them down eventually mm. But they will have to start growing more trees mm. But they'll
2: replant them Yes the, that's what they
0: yeah. do They plant new trees to grow to <laughs> More trees Become paper yeah. to continue this process They're not stupid I mean, it's They're not renewed. cutting down the rainforest to make your paper back Right it's Unlike oil, we can generate new trees. Yes, There's it a is a, There's renewable a, a renewable resource. It is a renewable
1: resource. Much more renewable than, you know, making dinosaurs and letting yeah, them They do have integration with really the
0: need. Amazon video service, uh, cool. which is real nice. You have Amazon Prime, too. I do. So that, um, that makes it nice. So I get all their instant videos. Yeah. And I've got the Netflix app here is pretty smooth. How's the video watching on it? Is it? Um, it's decent. A I, I mostly stick with Netflix. I, I've spent, of the last, I've had this for just about a week now, I guess. Yeah. Um, of the last week I spent maybe half that time going to sleep while watching an episode of Phineas and Ferb on Netflix. Ah, cool. So it works really well because I can prop this up and the case I have is sits up so it makes a little stand for itself. Oh cool. Just yeah, straight on my stomach and watch Phineas and Ferb yeah. when I go to sleep. Um, so yeah, but No, it's pretty
2: good. Kevin, I'm gonna send you a link. I don't know if you subscribe to this blog on the Kindle. But they post, you know, sometimes every day, sometimes a couple of times a day all the free books and really cheap books. Oh, cool. Did you oh, put this and, in
1: the chat? Ah, oh, there it is.
2: Every now and then you get, you know, like a real book that's, you know, like I got the...
0: <coughs> <laughs> well, I got Sandman Slim for a buck. I just happened to see someone Twitter about it, which is pretty sweet. Hmm.
2: Yeah. Um, I got the, the one... I am I need to read it. It's next on my list. The guy free that wrote Kindle Sherlock X-S2 Holmes. It's all of his books.
1: Who? Huh. It's, a, it's 99 cents on there. Well, anyways, we ha- actually have a couple of good, uh, good form-squeeze questions. Um, one of, well, let's just do this one. Um, does having a mental image of the bad philosophers uh, as fictional characters uh, <laughs> that is in the same mental category as John Watson or Captain Vime's, uh,
0: mean I'm evil, insane, a god? <laughs> yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love the fact that he's got a mental image of us,
2: cool. um, or she,
0: he or she. So, uh, listener who has a, who's putting us in the same category as John Watson and Captain Vimes, who are two awesome people, by the way. Mm. Who's Captain Vimes? <sighs> what? Captain Vimes is um, one of the recurring characters in the Discworld series.
2: Oh, he's got I never a whole got set of novels.
0: That are structured around him mm-hmm. um, the, his, the newest Discworld actually was a, a Captain Vimes book And those are probably my favorite of the Discworld books There are Captain a lot of Vimes them, books. aren't there? There's, There's like 30 or 40 oh. <laughs> But no, you can pick up any of them and start off all on your own oh, okay. they're, no, They're not pretty... sequential And I actually recommend you do not start with the first two. Okay, two They're terrible <laughs> Terry Pratchett himself has said so <laughs> Okay, So um, I should just read
1: all the Captain Vimes ones then
0: Yeah, I mean if you start with like Guards, Guards mm-hmm. You'll be pretty good Okay I think my next book is going to be. Uh, I decided can you, send, this can you send me that link, like via Twitter or something? Hmm? The one that Simon sent. Uh, Give me a DM on Twitter. Yeah, I will after the show.
1: Okay. Um, cool. No, yeah, you're all of that—an evil, insane god.
0: Yes. Yeah. And you must find someone to draw a picture of us as you see them. As fictional characters Well I was going to say What's mental images You really
1: don't need to have Mental images of us I mean there are actual images Of us out there On the internet
0: I know but, but I, I want to imagine Like I mean You listen to the radio occasionally Of I course NPR. I, I have mental images Of what I think These people on NPR look like mm. Peter Sagal Looks nothing like My mental image of him <laughs> The first time I saw him I go Really Peter Sagal uh, Really That's what you look like I always picture um, um, Who is it Aeroglantz um,
1: That's another one I had a mental image of. Howard Glass uh, just looks like um, Andy Bernard in my or or whoever that guy's name is (laughs) uh, in my mind. I don't know who Andy Bernard is. Um, What's his name, Simon? The actor.
2: Uh, I'm trying to think.
1: Yeah, you know who I'm talking about. Um, Uh,
2: He was on. He was on uh, The Hangover. Um, Yeah.
1: Yeah. I just keep wanting to say Paul Rudd, but Paul Rudd wasn't even in The
0: Hangover. <laughs> also, Paul Rudd looks nothing like Ira Glass. I know. Let's just say that, that I picture okay. Paul Rudd. Um, no, but I
1: think that would be cool. Uh, whoever you are who asked that question, you know, get those drawings. If you can like, draw us up as you imagine us um, looking, we'll put those pictures on the website instead of our actual pictures. <laughs> <laughs> and just use that from now on. Well, I hope you all have enjoyed this. Is this, that the um, only question we're going to answer? Hmm? Ed Helms. Questions. Um, Ed Helms. Ed Helms. Ed Helms. Thank you. Yeah, so uh-huh. I, I see I see. as Ed Helms. Um, well, the the other one is uh, somebody's looking to contact Ben Brown, an old friend of his. We need to have Benjamin Brown back on the show, actually. I hear he's he visited uh, around New Year's and we never got together, which, urgh, I shake my fist at you, Ben. Um, but yeah, we're, we're going to have him on soon. Um, I wish I could tell you, man, I actually don't have a reliable way of contacting him either. Is he on Facebook? Uh, uh, yeah, he's on Facebook, but he doesn't use it that often. Yeah, I don't either. He, he's a lot like Dario, but like also knows to keep to himself (laughs) (laughs) all of his conclusions. Um, because they're not, you know, once you put it on the internet, it's set in stone and you might get some people on a podcast mocking you about it. Um, the only other interesting... Well, we have a couple of other interesting questions. Um, why do catalogs offer selections for size, gender, age, and hobby, but not for medical condition? How is a healthy relative to choose an apt gift for a newly infirm stroke patient? I got him an MP3 player and loaded it with good stuff.
0: I really think they should. I mean, that's a that's a valid
1: question. Uh, you know, I don't think that's something that you can expect... Every
0: retailer to accommodate more, no, though.
1: But I think that's why you have blogs that that you know curate
0: these things yeah, for people. You know, but I I'm certainly not opposed to creating more availability of them.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, it, it's a long
0: it's a long tail appeal thing.
2: Yes, Simon. Catalogs are meant for mass appeal. Exactly. They're not targeting anybody. Mm-hmm.
1: So well, it's, it's always a question of practicality. You know, are you going to make your catalog 2,000 pages long because you're going to cover every single type of
0: person in the world? You know, or, or well, again, we don't have catalogs anymore, Stephen. We have the Internet.
1: No, but you have online catalogs like Amazon. You know, when you're doing your filter search for, yeah, for everything is
0: in Amazon. <laughs> yeah,
1: but there's I mean, a no checkbox had... for you know. Oh, by the way, I recently had a stroke. That's, about,
0: that's not an impossible thing to do, though. No, not I mean, but
1: that's... If you if you go down that route, if you try to go from ninety nine percent to ninety nine point nine percent, I'm all in you, favor of it. You exponentially increase the number of checkboxes you have on a page. And if you watch your TED talks, you know that, that more selection is not always a good thing. And that sometimes the There's a more book se- about that too. There is a book about that. Um, I think the talk I watched cites a jam shop in San Francisco that's like world famous for the just massive quantity of varieties of jams that they sell there. But you know, they don't very do very good business because people come in there and go, Wow, look how many jams they have and they don't buy any. because their brain just like it switches i'm I'm fond of grape jelly
0: i'm a classicist
1: but then you know grocery stores who stock three or four or maybe five kinds of jelly sell jelly (laughs) (laughs) and they've they've done surveys about this sort of thing so you know it's just one of those common sense things that dario would write about if he had more time um
2: yeah kevin (laughs) that makes me think of uh I don't know if you'll ever watch Top Gear. They did this one on Russian cars. I've never cars. watched
0: Top Gear, but I'm aware of it. Do Russians it, have, like, a huge variety of cars?
2: Yes, and he goes through the, the different models of this one car, and he's like, the 130C is for people without their left foot. The <laughs> 130CB is for people without their right foot. and it, <laughs> That's how the Russians made cars. Oh, my God. You can't... Cool. You can't... Build a catalog that way. No, you can't. I'd find the audio for it, but I couldn't.
1: Those are deeply really buried fun, in, in the special options that you have to uh you have to ask someone about. <laughs> because you'll only get like an inquiry every ten thousand people, basically. <laughs> um and that's just not practical for a
0: company to do. Apparently you can't download it to the Kindle Fire. Huh? The app the the thing you just sent me, Simon. Hmm. Interesting. Oh. It's only available on the uh, traditional e-ink Kindles. Mm. No. Also, you have
2: to pay <coughs> for it, which is kind of weird. <coughs> mm. you, you subscribe to the blog.
0: Yeah, for a buck a month.
1: Mm.
2: Yeah.
1: Anyways, we should wrap up this meandering monster. Um, thank you all for listening. Uh, thank you all for being on the show, Kevin and Simon. Um, Simon, where can people find you on the interwebs these days? You got any new projects since the last time we talked with you?
2: Uh, No. Samuel no. Projects com slash Lanier cool and uh, simonponder.net okay can can
1: people find the same sorts of uh, of rich rich photography and uh, and uh, literary content on your site as on uh, Dario's
2: so. uh, sadly no, no. Uh, he's mm. nice okay um, I'm a terrible writer and so I don't very you know I don't put very many words to um, it I, you know he hey, just I'll takes a I picture write. and
0: let those speak for him hmm yeah, I hear I, you can I, get about I a just, thousand words I, out of those.
2: Uh, right now, because I'm, I'm going through my cameras and I'm you know shooting with cameras I've never shot before. You know, I'm describing the camera, giving a little history of the camera, mm. uh, what led me to buy it, where I found it, and then the photograph. You know, why I chose to shoot this photo. Ah,
1: cool, cool. And Kevin, any uh, anything new with you besides the Kindle Fire?
0: Oh, you're 26 now. 25. Oh, sorry. It's
2: okay. Um. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah, always have been. <laughs> always will be, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not if he dies first. <laughs> um, that was... Yeah, Sorry. You. You should apologize, apologize bad. about that, yeah. Um, um, yeah. I didn't
2: hear you because my internet went out.
0: No, oh, I said... Uh, I, I said always have been. Steven said always will be. And I said, not if he dies first. Yeah. Um, also, I'm 24...
1: Yay! When was your birthday? The thirtieth. Remember, our birthdays are like four days
0: apart. Yeah, I always forget that because mine's more important. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Screw you, Kevin. It's not really more important. It's not it's really. Just... No, it's just he likes saying it. Anyways, uh, and, and kind to Kevin, and to you, Mister Dario, uh, take this 50%. how you will. Um, it, Happy birthday, I guess
0: you know. Happy birthday? Is His birthday? <laughs> I don't know. I guess it will be sometime. Sometime.
1: Next yeah. time you have a birthday, I hope it's a happy one. I hope it's a happy one because, I, and, and like I said at the beginning, don't don't mean that we like dislike you. I'm sure you you might be like a really fun and interesting person to to talk with and. We would love to have you on the show. I'm just going to extend that offer right now, (laughs) Uh, whether it's in, like, a weekly "Why" or just, you know, to talk about anything. I think you would be a really interesting guest. Yeah. You know? precisely because Kevin will not agree with you on probably 90% of what you say. it would be a lot but, of things. Uh,
0: but I don't, I don't agree with a lot of people on a lot of things. So I may agree with you on like alone.
1: 30% of what you say. I don't know. But maybe between us we'll, we'll, make, a, we'll make a good trifecta. But um, And for, to all of you who listen to the show, uh, please visit Dario's website. It dot com. And from there you can get to the other one that I,
0: I don't feel like... Uh, yeah, and he's, he's combining them at the moment. So yeah, so you may get... It's you know, tricky to find the stuff. We'll redirect I'll probably throw a bunch of links in the show notes to the various things we talk about. Oh, yeah, we will.
1: We will, for sure. And by we mean <laughs>
0: Steven, because he does that. Yeah,
2: I do.
1: Um, anyways, thank you all for listening. And, uh, you know, don't ever worry about forming an opinion on something. Just ask yourself twice whether it's something you'd like to put on the Internet before you do. <laughs> uh, because We've never asked ourselves that once. Because there may be somebody out there who's just going to absolutely rip you an asshole for putting it out there. Uh, I mean, anyways, we
0: weren't as mean as we could have been. We probably. could have been a lot meaner. We were pretty mean. We could have gone. Yeah, we we were kind we were pretty mean. mean yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, not really. Well, a little sorry. You ever going to apologize for your opinions, Kevin? Well, it's not. You haven't ever done it before. I have. You better not start now. It's it's a matter of not being matter of being compassionate.
1: Okay. You know? We love you as a human being, Dario. We but disagree
0: we, with you on a lot of things. We hate
1: some of your ideas yes. vehemently. That, that, that we'll see y'all next time on Bad Philosophy.
2: Sing what you sing.
1: Oh, that is fun. Can oh, yeah. we do some uh, more? Try another verse. Oh, yes, yes. Okay, yes, now. I love to follow you. Let's be your echo. Now. Sing what I sing, sing after me. Be my echo if you can be. Sing die, die, die.
2: Die, die, die. Do, do, do. Do, do, do. High, high, high. Hi, hi, hi. Low, low, low. Low, low. Lo. You
1: know, don't like
0: oh. Will Wheaton, Stephen?
1: No, I think he's a great guy. I think he just he, he tries to be different for the sake of being different in a lot of ways. Really? Well,
0: I mean, do you follow him at all? No. Then no. how can you make that statement?
1: I can't. I retract that.
0: Just I mean, the Daria. I read his blog I just on, just him <laughs> on Twitter. Are we going to make that a phrase now? Yeah, you just uh the Kevin, Daria. You just pull the Daria there. Yeah, that's the uh, pulling in. Pulling a dario unknown fact out of nowhere with no way to back it up and no or, information found. Or generalizing from a single instance. Yes. Okay. Or that's, a personal. That's also opinion. a dario. Pulling a dario. Yeah. Uh, wow,
1: this could be useful. <laughs> this
0: could be this would be this something that This will be, this would be put the put sandorium. Sandorium. Sandorium? It'll be the new Santorum.
2: It'll be the new Santorum. Pulling sandorium. a Dario. Pulling uh, a Dario.
0: Not nearly as as uh, rude perhaps as the actual Santorum situation. Right. right, right. No, I like that.
1: off. (laughs) Be my echo. Be your echo. Sing what I sing. Sing what you sing. To myself. That, you didn't. Well, no, I just but it was to... fun,
2: right? Oh, I had a Still going. joyful time. Still going. Badphilosophy.com. What
1: a weird episode. <laughs>